Aloha, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Casual Master Quest. Episode 112 coming your way hot in a box. We're not smoking weed, don't worry, not yet. I am Tyler Vitito. Joining to me today is Hockey. Hi. And Thomas. Yeah, hello. Hey, we are going to be having a fun time today. This week, E3 has dropped. There's so much stuff, way too much fucking stuff. <laughs> a lot of more stuff than we'll actually ever care about, and hopefully we'll have to discuss. But, uh, you know, there, there's going to be so much more that we can talk about. Like, Hockey's Week. Yes. Um, hey. In true hockey fashion, I haven't done much this week other than get myself a monitor for my laptop. Finally, hockey's got a monitor. <laughs> and that's it twice. <laughs> it is a. Uh, it's been quite a while since I decided to get one, and I finally got it. It is a uh, Samsung uh, twenty-four inch Ooh. curved screen, and yeah, I'm loving it. Ooh. It is nice. Sexy. Yes. Oh yeah. Honestly, I still don't have any fucking idea why I like the curved monitor over a regular one, but I still fucking like it. There, I've there's something never about gotten it. to experience a curved monitor before. What, like, are you guys oh able to say God. anything what you like about them? I'm just using the flat one still. Honestly, like, unless you're, like, maybe three feet away from the monitor, you really don't notice much of a difference. Because, you know, if they bend it too much to you... Then it looks like some weird IMAX stuff where you're yeah. sitting at the front seat, and you don't <laughs> yeah. want that. But I, it's kind of like back in the day when people used to start going green energy or hybrid with their cars, and they're so smug about it. I think that's what curved screens are. It's like you get to be a little extra <laughs> smug, like, I sure have a curved screen. <laughs> I, uh, I feel like I can see the screen a little bit better. Like, I just don't need to kind of turn my head that much to look at all the sides i don't know it's it i can't i don't know what the difference is but i can definitely tell there is a difference there's something there that wasn't there before yes the song from beauty and the beast <laughs> uh i i agree with you though first off congrats on getting a new monitor that will help you do a lot better i believe in terms of well anything on the computer a, a new monitor changes everything sometimes especially if it's an upgrade i yeah, think you didn't i have, have a second like, monitor before correct I was just using my TV, which worked okay, except for the fact that most right. applications wouldn't kind of acknowledge that it was a monitor, so I couldn't full screen uh, them and stuff. Oof. Yeah, I'm running, uh, I have one curved screen and then one TV right now. Uh, I think I have a 32-inch 1080 TV, and then I got the, uh, I think it's either a 24 or 28-inch, uh, somewhere around there, also curved monitor. Not as cool as Samsung. I went cheap with the Scepter. That's the cheapest price curve monitor on Amazon. But if I need my smug bragging rights, you do what you can. <laughs> I mean, my monitor was only 229 Australian dollars. Nice. Not that's bad. Nice. So I think that's, I'm assuming that's kind of cheap. It was like the second cheapest curved one I could find. Hmm. Well, I'm sure you're going to tell us about the amazing things you're going to be playing on it in the past couple of weeks. Back mm -hmm. over to BV, baby. You've been on a hunt. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm on the job hunt. Uh, I have had a job uh, only for a few months, but the commute uh, is a bit much. Uh, I mean, the commute itself is only like an hour, 20 minutes. Not too bad. But the every single drive 
has been beyond dangerous to where like I don't feel safe driving. There's been crazy accidents every single drive I've had since I started the job in April. So looking for something a little bit closer. Um, now that I've had this job for a bit, you know, it's usually employers usually like to see that someone who's applying has a job. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, back on the job hunt. Look, any job where you have to do over a half hour commute is, in my eyes, this comes from a guy, you know, lives in a city that's population 30,000. I know the, you know, positions over in LA, San Francisco, New York City, they're going to fucking scoff at me. 30 minutes or longer, that's not worth it for me. I that That's way too much. And if you're driving a j- fucking dangerous commute, hell no. Fuck yeah. that. Every single drive has had some form of an idiot driver either almost knocking me off the road or I have seen like cars stacked up in accidents and I'm like, I just don't feel safe on that drive. So <laughs> uh, looking for something uh, a little better. I have some uh, new potential job opportunities, which will actually have me like on a normal set full time work schedule like a normal human being. And that sounds good to me. And it pays nice. a lot more. So I'm really excited about it. Don't you love that when you feel mm-hmm. like you're stumbling in your own position, you feel like, well, some people get stuck in their jobs, like it feels like there's no escape with it, and I, I can see that, but then when you finally make that mindset like, alright, fuck this place, <laughs> you, didn't say, you didn't say that, I know you didn't say that, I said that for you. I never uh, said that to them. <laughs> true, but I, I don't want uh, them to give you crap until, yeah. you know, post-era. Yep. You say fuck it, and the moment you find a job, suddenly it's there. You find it, it's more comfortable... It's higher paying, and it's like, holy shit, I've been working mm-hmm. for these shit bags. Again, <laughs> I said it, not BV, and I've been getting paid only this much and doing it a specifically an hour and 20 commute. Again, I said, no, I'm just, <laughs> but no, I, I totally understand. They, when it comes to employment, especially with uh, certain skill sets, uh, it always, when people say, you know, grass is greener on the other side, sometimes that's just a mindset. And when it comes to employment, especially this year, after all the years with uh, unemployment shooting through the roof, uh, this would be the time to try to barter up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it, though. It'll be good. Um, it's also a remote uh, work-from-home job. I've never had that before. So that'll be interesting. I'll uh, keep you updated on how that goes. Staying inside nice. even more. <laughs> even more. <laughs> but... Uh, That's a hell of a thing to celebrate, though. Uh-huh. And speaking of celebrating... Guess what's happening next week, Vivi? I have no idea what's happening next week, Tyler. Why don't you tell us? Ladies and gentlemen, we have ourselves the first clue for the celebration of Barbering Violinus. The first clue is... (laughs) It's his fucking birthday. There's no clues. It's his birthday. Stop it. (laughs) 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 Oh, not Holy there. shit. Oh, sounds, yeah. Uh, by the time the episode but, is released, my birthday will have already happened, but... Happy birthday. Thank you. Appreciate that. I uh, have been spending some time preparing for a very fun stream uh, on Twitch. Going to be filled with... Uh, uh, if the subs happen and the goals are reached, uh, <laughs> I'm going to be dyeing my hair for one of them. going to be playing some music. I'm going to... Uh, if the big unrealistic goals are going to be uh getting me in a maid outfit <laughs> and then um then uh just one more on top of that is uh is a hot tub stream because why not throw a maid outfit in the hot tub 
Um, I'm okay with the hot tub. I'm I'm 50-50 on that. How much for the maid outfit? We're going 250 subs, just something ridiculous, because a few people in my community have said, have said, no matter how much it is, I will get you there. And I was like, all right, bet. 250 subs. Go. <laughs> how much is 250 subs? That's a lot. For a friend. It's a it lot. It's quite a lot. I, th- I think 100 <laughs> subs would be about $500. Exactly. It's like five bucks it's for subs. It's what they pay. So, it's what they pay. But yeah. So that's $750 of payment and to get you into a maid outfit. Is that yeah. really your... And technically, you're probably going to get what, like... Three dollars out of every five dollar, maybe two dollars. I, I, I don't about, know. I think uh, Twitch sub, uh, Twitch uh, affiliates get two fifty of it, so they get half the sub price. So for four, sorry, <laughs> three hundred and seventy-five dollars, is that worth it? <laughs> why not? <laughs> okay, that's, yeah, that's all. Why I need. not? Why not? <laughs> we got a green light. Just something crazy. <laughs> money is money, right? Exactly. <clears throat> and by the time the no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Like Thomas said, by the time it comes out, unfortunately, uh, it will be have passed. Uh, it will be past the uh, time that we'll know whether or not we'll be seeing him in French lingerie. Uh, <laughs> I will have to wait until the uh, payout hits for me to actually get that made outfit, uh, you know, because uh, finances. So it's not going to happen on the stream, but I'll definitely let you know. How much is a made outfit? Asking for a friend once I don't again. even know. <laughs> Wait, probably not that much. Put- I've looked at a few, and I've seen oh. pri- I've seen price ranges Ooh. from like uh, not that much to like I could spend as much as I want on this thing. Uh, I'm seeing uh, in U.S. dollars, uh, just like top of the screen, between fourteen and fifty-two dollars. Yeah, I was expecting so, about thirty to forty is what I'm looking at. If you're gonna get a maid outfit, might as well get a rem outfit. Uh huh. You know what I'm thinking. Ooh, oh, you actually doing that? Yeah. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! That's exactly when I say when I imagine myself in a maid outfit. It's Rem Ram. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, Full- pick one. Is it Rem or Ram? I need to know actually for personal reasons. The answer is yes. No, Rem. Okay, Rem fair. all the way. <laughs> I mean, it's the same outfit. It's just the hairs are different. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got the blue hair. Just saying. It, it actually won't be blue anymore after that. But. Ooh. I'll be the third sister. Discount Rem. Discount Rem. Yeah, part of the subs earlier on is Rom. I'll be Rom. (laughs) Oh no. I, uh, part one of the earlier stages. Oh man, you're gonna be Ram. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah, brother. Come on. (laughs) Oh no. Um, one of the earlier steps of the subathon is me dyeing my hair on stream. And last hair color, people were deciding between uh, the purple or an emerald green. So I'm going mm-hmm. emerald green, and I'm doing it on my own at home. <clears throat> It'll be fine. Um, sure. Yeah. <laughs> if I hate it, I'll just dye something else. I wish you the best of luck, man. It's going to be fun, I'm yeah, sure. It'll be fun. Over on my end, I have a couple of things happening. Uh, the first one is uh, I had somebody in Barbie's stream taunt me, taunt to me, the shame, the nerve of it. I will not name them, Yarvelous, but they taunted me with the, the fact that they had a six gigabyte SSD and I have been struggling to the end of days with keeping enough space on my computer to have everything running. And I was like, you know what? Screw you, unnamed person, Yarvelous, that I'm going to also get a six gigabyte SSD. And then I went on Google. It's like, 
hell yeah, brother, $1,200. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to get the one gigabyte SSD, in fact, actually. And so I, I got that. I still need to install it. Uh, I did a lot of cleaning out of my uh, all my storage on my computer, moved a lot of stuff around before I even put it in. Got a lot of space now that I can play with uh, over on the SSD side, so I don't have to worry about trouble on uh, games or whatnot loading. Getting mocked by certain people for having longer loading times in certain Boulder Gate 3 games. Uh, <laughs> beyond that, though, uh, I've been having a bit of a physical crisis that I've been dealing with over the past couple of years. It's been getting worse and worse. Uh, I am, and this may be a shock to some of you, I am uh, overweight by... Uh, a lot. A lot. Uh, comically so. Uh, I am like albino fat Albert, uh, big. It is a very sad fact. But, that's not to say that I view myself negatively from it. It's just the fact I negatively worry about the health effects, or health side effects and all that. And the fact that I'm starting to run out of shirts to fit into. That's kind of like, you know, once you realize that you get half your shirts you can fit in anymore... When you step on a scale and instead of a number, it gives you the word error. You realize that you're in a dark place. Like you're you're on uh, what's it called, four hundred pound in or six hundred pound in me or something like that. I don't remember. Uh, it's a TV show about people who are unfortunately grossly overweight and they need to lose weight, and then like eighty percent of them just keep eating afterwards. They lose like forty pounds and then eat it back. That's not me. Approximately four years ago. Sometime in December of 2017, I made a challenge with my friend Brandon Thresher in wakes of a game coming out with the system Nintendo Switch, known as Breath of the Wild. I challenged him, or vice versa, it was probably more like him. We challenged each other to what is called Lose Your Breath of the Wild. It was a race to lose as much weight as we possibly could using healthy habits and proper nutrition and exercise. Uh, up until the point that Breath of the Wild 1 came out. It worked. I lost probably somewhere around 60 to 80 pounds doing that. It was nice. Uh, It was like, I'm going to be honest with you. When I say error on the scale, that is a 400 pound scale. That means I am over 400 goddamn fucking pounds. Do you know how gross that is? Just to say that out loud? That's horrible. The fact that I can carry it it seems like a sin. The fact that I can carry it and my wife still wants to do me is even more of a sin. Uh, <laughs> I need to convert so, it to upside down. Oh, boy. Uh, oh, sorry. Forgot to yeah, translate okay. it. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, go straight to okay. metric tons for me. You got it? It's, yeah. Uh, 181 kilograms is 400 uh, 181 pounds. fucking kilograms. Do you know how disgusting that is? The fact that I am able to actively work in my, you know, I, I move. I work. I pull pallets of product every fucking weeknight, and I still manage to look at that cake and I get hard. But, because I'm going to be doing Lose Your Breath of the Wild round two, I, it's been a week of me dieting. I've been doing intermittent fasting. I've been cutting out my carbs so I can enter ketosis a lot better. I've cut out pop. Hell, today is Father's Day, the day that we recorded, and some people kind of like told me I shouldn't celebrate because I'm not a father yet. That got flooded out fairly quickly by a bunch of people, including my wife and grandma and a bunch of people I was playing with, said, you should be able to celebrate. You're going to be a father in a month. And I said, fuck yeah. 
Absolutely, I think you should celebrate. I still even mm. today consider you a father. I mean, come on. Your wife has a child yeah. in her womb. You are a father. Happy Father's Day, Tyler. <laughs> Thank you. So with that in mind, I like to celebrate by eating. Now that's a problem. I can't do that anymore. Times have passed. My favorite pizzeria place is now the second layer of hell for me. I cannot enter there, nor can I create passage or take any product there. In fact, I think they have salads, and I was told they suck. So, I instead found out that there's an alternative I could turn to. Apparently, steak is actually pretty good in protein and, you know, some fat, but very low in carbs. So I got myself, well, my wife got me a big fat steak. Got to enjoy that in my fasting period. And I am excited for the day I can finally see a goddamn number in that scale. Uh... Also, apparently eating way too much uh, <laughs> spinach uh, does a lot to you when you haven't eaten that much fiber in a very long time. Oh, no. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit, yep. literally. <laughs> I was... It looks like a large bag. In terms of weight, you gotta understand, baby spinach is pretty light. I ate half a pound of baby spinach every day for three days straight. Oh, my. Don't, don't do that, by the way. No. Don't do that. No. <laughs> no. No. No, uh, they, they tell you, you know, eight, it takes 8 oh, to 11 yeah. hours for your <laughs> challenge accepted. It was funny because I was shoving it in my mouth just like by the handful of like I was a fucking rabbit on steroids or something. But uh, yeah, I'm officially dieting. I'm announcing it to the world so people understand my situation. I am fat as fuck. It is obscene and I'm working on it. I'm going to get that shit down. And I will keep you updated whether or not you care. Because I need this, Daddy. Anyways, we are a video game podcast. That is correct. What? No <laughs> <laughs> the, the delay mark of exclamation. <laughs> Sorry, just, I, I we had two disconnects. The audacity. <laughs> Took me a minute to register what you just proclaimed there, you know? <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to drop that bomb just like... Uh, Tyler, you gotta... Gotta prep me for that. <laughs> there was violin music playing. There's, you know, in the arms of an angel, uh, the non uh, one, I, the one I could play without getting DMCA'd. Some random parody, like in the legs of an angel or something like that. <laughs> uh, no, uh, we are a video. <laughs> Don't you like the leg choke me harder, Daddy? Uh, <laughs> hey, it's Daddy's Day, okay? We are a video game podcast. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. You, you can do it. <laughs> was that a panic hoya? Yeah? No. Or was that <laughs> It was a cry for help? No. <laughs> it was a cry of pleasure, actually. <laughs> that too, no. <laughs> Whew. Anyways, uh Video Baldur's games. Gate Baldur's Gate 3. Uh Hockey, did you get a chance to touch this game? I have played a little bit, um, by myself and with Bob. Uh not enough to get too in-depth of it, but what I have played of it, I've been enjoying. Alright. And I believe that, uh, Thomas, you and I also played together in yes, a large four-player multiplayer, so we got some single-player experience and some multiplayer experience. Mm -hmm. uh, outside forces might influence my multiplayer experience a little bit, but, yeah, that's a fucking game. It uh -huh. came out, uh, I believe, sometime last year, September as such. Uh... And I had Brandon trying to get me to play it with him, and I apparently told him I wasn't interested in it. And then, you know, 
four months later, I hopped on it immediately to play with Thomas. And uh, mm, Sorry, Brandon, I love you. <laughs> Allie, ooh, he still doesn't own it. He still doesn't own it. So Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Okay. Uh, I, yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> It's, oh, I, okay. I only got Bye. it because <clears throat> Yarvelous um, got it for me, and because uh, I was playing Divinity Original Sin two for a while there with hockey, I still do play it. Uh-huh. But um, Yarv saw me on that and was like, "Hey, what about this one?" So he got that, and I have been playing it quite a bit. I was uh, playing it single player for a while on stream. Uh, then I played it with you there, Tyler. I really enjoy it, uh, especially with the Twitch integration because the chat has the. Uh, option to vote on your uh, dialogue decisions, so they can. It's a uh, good game. They can. Uh, a- they can choose whether you go chaotic, whether you go like nice guy. <laughs> like with you two just getting into D and D, like uh, hopefully for a long term, this game is like super. Like it's completely sanctioned by Wizards of the Coast, so mm-hmm. it makes sense. Like it's a hundred percent a three D version of D and D. Yeah. It teaches and you that it, the actions within combat and everything as yes, well. To where nuts. like it like lays it out in a way that I can physically see it, um, which mm-hmm. helped me understand it a little bit more for when we actually do our D and D sessions. So the game has been teaching me a ton about it. I'm glad too. It allows me as well to play a couple of classes. I really wasn't sure if I'd enjoy or not. Uh, for me, I had some trouble getting into the cleric in D and D, but the moment I touched it, I love it. So with uh, Wizards of the uh, sorry with Boulder Gates three, it has uh, domain of life and domain of trickery, which are domains I wouldn't have otherwise touched. But being able to play it right now uh, in that version allowed me to give it a shot without having to join a game and playing a character I might not even like. It's, it was almost like testing grounds, and it was still quite fun. Yeah, uh, there is a couple of classes missing, uh, notably something like sorcerer or bard. I, I believe there's Warlock and Wizard. I yes. don't think there's a Monk or Druid. Was there? Druid. There might. There's a Druid. Yeah. That, yeah. Is yeah, there? A okay. Druid. Yeah. But it's yeah, still I'm, an early I'm wondering access, about. Though. I'm wondering about the Bard as well. If they're going to release that later, because I know they haven't released any of the uh, customized, like the custom backgrounds or anything like that yet. Um, you have right. your set backgrounds for now. Uh, but when Whoa, they do, wait, wait. Sorry, I just need to point this out there. Um. Yavilus wasn't the one who gifted you Boulder's Gate. Wait, what? Oh, shit. I'm the one who gifted you Boulder's Gate. Was that you, Gate. Was it? Yeah, I, I, was oh, like, I was like, I'm pretty sure I got you that. So. <laughs> you know what? I, and this I, is where I leave the podcast. I, 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 I oh, like, my God. I, I, I swore I got it for you. And now I've gone to my Steam purchase history, and it says Boulder's Gate 3, gift sent to Bob. Wow, I'm completely put in my place here. No, just... you were called out. There's mm-hmm. there's no place for you to be put in. No. I'm, I'm leaving. I'm leaving CMQ. Hockey, I am so <laughs> the sorry. Last draw. I just... <laughs> Hockey officially, officially gives me the boot. <laughs> <laughs> I am so sorry. Hockey115 gifted me Baldur's Gate 3. I mean, if I didn't gift it to you, Yavis was probably going to end up gifting it to you anyway, so... <laughs> To be fair, Yarv in these past few weeks has gifted me over 20 games alone. So that's why I automatically kind of threw it to him. Hot damn, okay. I know. So. I know. (laughs) So when does he get like sugar daddy status at that point? Like what what happens? I I don't know. I think Shock still has that right now in the stream, but no. (laughs) (laughs) 
So a couple of things I want to talk about with Baldur's Gate 3 before we push on. Uh, the characters on that are astoundingly well done. I've really enjoyed the interaction with the NPCs. In fact, I can't think of an NPC that I didn't like the interaction. Except for, you know, certain snarky uh, clerics named Shadowheart. But Excuse you, know, you. she is my waifu. <laughs> wow, wow. If there's one thing you need to learn, a person is not an object for you to have until they're a corpse. <laughs> That's a D&D lesson for you. Is that so why you killed you, them all and turned them all to corpses? I did not touch them. I was <laughs> shocked. Shocked, sir. When I had a person in my four-person group who will not be named Yarvelis that just <laughs> went and flat out murdered several NPCs just to get their stuff because they couldn't join us in our four-person party. Gotta level up. That right? was... No. <laughs> Jeez. That's how we play Divinity Original Sin 2. After you clear the area, you kill everyone. That is not Baldur's Gate. <laughs> oh my god. No, you only clear the first area. I mean, one of those NPCs were, like, important later on. Yeah. I mean, technically, well, I guess this game is early access. Games like Skyrim or whatnot will let you know if you done fucked up to the point of no return to, like, with the quest failed or whatnot, so... But, I don't know. Uh, hopefully. Uh, I haven't gotten to play much more of it. I've been uh, too knee-deep in another game. But, uh, yeah. I think it's sunk in like five, six hours. A couple hours by myself. And quite a lot of hours with you, BV. Mm -hmm. Sorry, you're same person. You, uh, unnamed person, Yarvelous, and David. And, uh, yeah. It was fun. It was a blast. I loved that. So, another game that I would like to talk about is a game that I've never really taken the time to look into. First Class Trouble. Now, I believe the two of you have gotten to play this. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is one that Yarvelis bought us both. <laughs> yep. Are you sure? <laughs> yes, I am sure Are you sure positive? This time. I am Did positive you check your receipts? I can, and I can show it to you. <laughs> but, First Class Trouble, uh... A way I like to explain it to people is think Great Gatsby in Space Among Us. <laughs> um, it's like it's like Among Us. You only have, uh, but you can have six people in it, um, and it's better played with like a group of six, a set group of six that you have. You have two um, uh, imposters essentially that are uh, trying to disguise themselves as humans, try to complete tasks. While the two imposters try to kill everyone else off, um, and it's it's fantastic. I I absolutely enjoyed it. So, what do these imposters need to do? You say mix in with the humans. Is there like a set of tasks they got to mimic, or um, yeah? Go ahead and hockey. So there is like one set goal. That's getting through to different areas by getting key cards and then um, doing something with some like mother computer because i think the spaceship you're on is crashing and you need to stop it um and there the two imposters are robots called personoids and all they gotta do is just take out every one of the other people uh they can grab uh syringes from these kind of uh tubes tube things that you can open uh, you can use those to kill people, or there's, like, airlocks you can kind of convince someone to go in and open, or um, someone can drown and you can just not save them. There's all environmental kind of ways you can kill them, but the only you real said this kind of... is in space. Yes. yes. 
Yes, you're on like a luxury cruise ship kind of spaceship thing. Yeah. It looks like a fancy resort hotel kind of thing on a spaceship. Have you guys heard of the uh, the game called Space Station 13? No. Mm -mm. It's probably like what fed into Among Us. It it was a similar style, uh, except in Space Station 13, it was very hard to set up and get into. Uh, It was one of those games where you had to go into like back alleys of the internet to get going kind of shit. Uh. But you were assigned different roles to where you could goof off around the place, kind of like Among Us. And there was two people that also had their roles, but two of them were secretly imposters, essentially. And you'd have to talk and roleplay with them, try to convince them to do certain things, try to get them into certain rooms. Uh, And that sounds kind of like that. You say it's a luxury cruise ship in this case, but uh, I do love these style of games. Uh, It does explain why you got to have some fun with it. Mm-hmm. Any any wild stories or? <laughs> um, yep. I I took out actually, actually yes when I was the uh, the personoid I took out every single person. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I uh, I was uh, got Barb alone with me and I injected him with a syringe, and Ooh. poor Barb he just uh, his last words were "fuck you." <laughs> And Sounds accurate. Yep. We got to the last area because this this game's incredibly like if you're a imposter, I think it's imp- you're you got a, r- a real big disadvantage because it's too easy to like complete the game without. See, I don't know people. about disadvantage because you can get all the way through the if you get through. There's like three quote unquote levels or stages to get through. The last one is uh, like the control room of the ship. Essentially, the imposters can just get away with everyone else, and they would still win the game. They well, like if you, yeah, apparently, like you can totally play as a human all the way through instead of being a personoid. You can play as a human and escape, and as long as the personoids get out, they still win. Hmm. Mm. So, like, I feel like it's too condensed. I reckon uh, the area should be bigger. The number of uh, people in the game and imposters should be bigger, I or like the number of le- levels should be bigger, because just it's too quick, and I feel like there's not a lot of opportunities to actually like kill someone with a syringe, because that's the only real like <laughs> surefire way to do it, other than using an environmental kind of thing. Yeah, unfortunately. See, a lot of the a lot of the tasks require two people to do them. Uh, that's like, for example, you have to hold, um, the airlock open while someone else runs in and goes and grabs the key card. So the person, if they're a personoid, they can let go of the airlock and then that person just gets sucked out into space and they die. You can backstab your teammates that way. There's a lot of, uh, two person, uh, tasks that way. Uh, one, one, my favorite chaotic stories from that night that we played, um, it was another player named Freddy and myself who were the imposters, and we uh, were doing we're doing pretty well. Hockey decided he found a scanner that I didn't know existed. Um, he found a scanner that uh, Hockey was like suspicious of me the entire time. I don't know why. I never gave him reason. But you, you're the first uh, person I saw. <laughs> but he was like, hey, where are you at? Let me scan you. So he scanned me, and it said that I was the imposter, essentially. And he tried telling everybody else that I was the imposter, but nobody else knew, because we were all new to the game, nobody else really knew that that scanner was a thing. So 
they're all like, oh, wait, it no. sounds like he's just calling me out. And I was like, yeah, hockey, that's oh, really suspicious. No. And so we, hockey and I were both suspicious and you can get what's called logs, uh, like, uh, like crew logs that'll say one of these four people are imposters and both hockey and I were on that list. So we were both like, we're even here. So I took my chance. And at the third stage at the very end, I stabbed hockey in front of everybody else. Um, Holy yeah. shit! <laughs> so everyone the else balls started. On this guy. I know everybody else started immediately. Like you can shove the characters over or throw champagne bottles at them to knock them down. So they all start trying to like hold me down as everyone else is running to try to do their tasks. So Freddy, my other partner in crime, uh, runs across this bridge and holds the bridge um, like up for everyone to run across. And he's like, "Come on, get away from him quickly!" So everyone's running across this bridge, and then Freddy just lets them all drop to their death from the bridge. So we ended up uh, <laughs> we ended up killing everybody <laughs> that way. That was so salty. <laughs> <laughs> no one so believed. We won. Me. We won. <laughs> So how do you take care of an imposter? Is there like a voting system? Or There's a voting system just... after each of the three rounds um, or the three levels. You get into an elevator to go to the next place. And in, like in that little elevator scene, you can vote, um, vote them out. And or there are also... ways imposters, one can grab them, like hug mm. them from behind. And the other person can walk up front and snap their neck. For an imposter? Uh-huh, like, they can, can snap the that? imposter's neck. Yeah, you can, if you think they're an imposter, you just get two of the crewmates or whatever to hold them and snap their neck. Damn. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Have you executed somebody that way before, or I've, I've seen I, someone I've do been it. executed that way before. <laughs> ah, uh, Lena actually, <laughs> Lena, Lena snapped my neck in front of everybody else. I was the imposter, but she snapped my neck. Sounds about right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> nice. A 3D game, uh, fifteen dollars on Steam as of right now. Looking great. Next up on the list, Conan Exiles. Another game I'm assuming the two of you gotten to play together a little bit. Yes. I've, I've played the game so much. This is my new addiction right now. Uh-huh. How much has you played? <laughs> Are we talking on PlayStation, on PC? Cause, Wait, uh, what? Yeah, I've been, been playing... playing I've been, across platform? No, I've been playing on three different servers. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Okay. I played a little bit on my own uh, server for a little bit just to get the controls of the game. Uh, But I have three different servers that I am torn between, so I'm trying to keep up with all of them. I've only put 16 hours on the PC, um, but uh, I've put about 30 to 40 hours on the PlayStation. Um, Hmm. So I have a couple different groups of people who have uh, uh, servers, and uh, yeah, they're... it's a fun game. It's a survival, um, uh, massive PvP um, online game, uh, kind of like Ark, Rust? but it has okay. like yeah, Ark, Rust, that kind of thing. But it has like skill trees kind of thing and uh, a little bit more to it than Ark, and it's a little bit more uh, equalized across the board to where like in Ark, when you play, it's basically who has the best dinosaur runs the server. Um, whereas in Conan. You can be a beginner player and still kind of hold your own. Um, it's not that much of a difference between the higher levels and the lower levels. The higher levels get more uh, things that they can craft and customize, and um, you do get some more perks um, for combat, but it's not like they're just going to immediately slaughter a brand new person. <laughs> it's all about summoning your deity and destroying everyone. 
Oh. Is that, Wait, is that a you thing? Yeah, you um, can summon when deities. you make a character, yeah, oh, you can boy. choose a god you serve. And um, you get a temple to them, and eventually when you upgrade it fully, you do a, a bunch of sacrifices, and I think for about 10, 15 seconds, you take the form of whatever god it is, and it's just this huge-ass fucking thing that just wreaks havoc on everything. And I Jesus assume Christ. people use it to, like, raid other people's bases. Oh. Yep. Oh, my. Yep. Nice. Anything else about it, or...? Um, I mean, if you didn't catch it already, it's uh, based on the Conan the Barbarian universe. Mm. Which yep. I think drew oh. me more towards that game as opposed to, like, Rust. Um, well, Rust is good. Um, By having Arnold in it or something? No. Got into it? <laughs> <laughs> no, just having the naked muscled men. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, it's no. like being able to choose how big your dick is. <laughs> in the US, this you do not the- get full nudity. In other countries, you do. Wait, you don't? Oh, I- we I- cannot can get, get full nudity. We can get partial nudity. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. But, but uh, I think me personally, I prefer. T- to not have the more like uh, more modern guns and kind of stuff that Rust does, whereas mm-hmm. uh, Conan, yeah, bows, arrows, swords, clubs, that kind of thing, all that stuff. Uh, that that's well, yeah, I love that kind of shit. Exactly. So that's what drew me to Conan, as opposed to the uh, other games like Ark and Rust. And last up for our group together projects that we had fun together, not less than three hours ago. Uh, hockey, Brandon and I got to meet up and play a little game called Sea of Thieves, uh, with two days left on the season pass for season two. Uh, and also before the arrival of probably one of the biggest things of Sea of Thieves mm-hmm. history. I am so which excited. We, which we will happily, actually, we can talk a little bit about it now. Uh, Disney has teamed up with Rare to make a cross promotion with Sea of Thieves and Pirates of the Caribbean. And yeah. We're fucking psyched as shit for that. I'm so kind of stuff. excited. It, was, it, it just it so happens to release on the day of my uh, birthday subathon, so I'm going to be playing it the shit out of Sea of Thieves. I'm playing the shit out of that game this week. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. That's going to be awesome. When they started showing fucking Jack Sparrow, Davy Jones on his ship, and Sea of Thieves style, like, holy fuck, that was nice. Ooh, and uh, I. Bl- New weapons oh. and tools and whatnot. New enemies. Oh, yeah. Mm. There's going to be There's, so much going on. I read that Jack Sparrow is actually an NPC that will be on your ship during the like missions and stuff and does shit. Nice. Oh, I am. T- ooh, that gets me excited. Oh, I am. <laughs> it, 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 was, it had to happen. It had to happen. And it's happened. And I'm so pumped. Not to cut you mid-jizz, but uh, is Johnny Depp the voice actor of uh, Jack Sparrow in this uh I am gonna cross? bet, like, a hundred bucks that no. No? You think it's, uh, like, some knockoff? Kind of like uh, how they did it in Kingdom Hearts 2? Well, the, the only reason why I don't think they're using Johnny Depp is because they is basically not. got rid of him. It ah, is not okay, Johnny fair. Depp. It is Jared Butler. I wonder yeah. if Jared... A wild guess. This is my hundred dollar bet. Is he, Jared Butler the voice actor for Johnny or yeah Johnny, not Johnny Depp, Jack Sparrow in the Kingdom Hearts two game? Yep, Kingdom Hearts ha! three. Yep, twenty nineteen Kingdom Hearts three. I just won <laughs> myself a hundred dollars to myself. <laughs> yeah, that, um, I don't think Disney's going to be doing anything with Johnny Depp anymore. So, 
Still, uh, Butler is going to be doing a great job, I'm sure. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's uh, he did a great job in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, he does oh, yeah. such a good job. Uh, so yeah, Hockey, Brandon, and I got together. Uh, we had only a couple hours to have some fun, but by God, did we do it! Uh, mm. Nothing to tell great stories about, except for the fact that we immediately went straight from port towards a burnings. Uh, it's called a Burning Blades uh, event, where there's that giant <laughs> flaming pirate captain in the sky with the ghost ship. Yes. Uh, we went in, guns blazing, except they had more ghost guns blazing, and uh, <laughs> we, like, first ten minutes was, like, pure, like, we have to repair, we have to turn back kind of shit. And eventually, we, we got our claws right into the meat of things and started doing pretty good. Uh... And then a uh, a certain navigator slash captain of the ship, uh, I don't remember their names, Hockey, uh, but they uh, decided that what better way to finish this fight by sending our ship into a fleet of five ghost ships in between <laughs> them. Like, I, 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 I was, I had faith in him. I legit had faith in you, sir. You mistake. were. Yep. We thought we could shoot past them. There was a bunch of treasure and supplies that we needed behind them, but we had to get through them. What better way than try to light up the captain of this event and finish it, maybe, and get over to our true thing and clean up. We get about halfway through this line, and we get lit the fuck up. In fact, Taylor, you think that there was a possibility one of the ghost ships went through us? Uh, yes, I believe one of them, like, clipped just r- the back of our ship just, and, uh, I believe it was about 10, 15 seconds later, we were sunk. Right, like, I got knocked back once from the cannon, I'm like, ah, fuck, I can get back on. I get knocked back again, I'm like, wait, why can't I get back onto the cannon? And then you, you hear that sound, that groan, just so... <laughs> <laughs> And you, re- like, <laughs> I don't know who said it first, but it was like, is our ship sunk? Yeah, because I was and trying to get back on the wheel, and I was like, wait, something's wrong here. We got sunk in fucking 10, 15 seconds. <laughs> then Hockey uh, decided to play hero, le- left into the water. Uh, Brandon and I got back in our ship. We are able to go back, not only go back, recover, and while Hockey decided to be an absolute goddamn troll to some local galleon parked on a nearby outpost, uh, we eventually managed to group up and finish it Turn all the stuff in and came home heroes. Yeah, Hockey, I, back I, to I, you. <laughs> what happened? Can you explain to me? Start with the uh, the sailing of the ship. You turned your head. What happened? Uh, okay. So in, in my defense, I thought it'd be really cool if we could pull it off sailing through all of them. Um, that didn't happen. We got completely destroyed. Um, then... It looked when, cool. <laughs> it did look cool. And when you guys got back, I hopped on, and there was a galleon at the outpost that was right next to our island, and, like, worried that it could possibly, uh, swoop in and take our shit once we completed it. I, uh, I shot myself out of the cannon while they were, like, still kind of fighting and shit. Shot myself out, I swam to the island... Got on their ship. Came captain. Yeah. <laughs> I um I got all the fireballs I could from the ship. Set the galleon on fire. Um, if I remember at that point, you guys had run out of cannonballs. And I was like, oh shit! Yes. I'll try and bring like ten back from the galleon, and that's when I find. Yeah, we we were the- neutered. We had no balls <laughs> on that ship. And then on the galleon, like 
a miracle happened. I found a cannonball crate completely full. I took it off that galleon. On the ship that you read. What are the chances? Yeah, on that ship, I agreed. There was a 50 cannonballs in a crate right there. I picked it up and took it back to you guys. And then uh, the rest is history. We absolutely destroyed. But what did you do to that ship first on your way out? Oh, well, I... uh, I, it, I created a floating bonfire. That's what I did. <laughs> That's my favorite so, thing to do. In response to a dock ship of people who had no treasure and happy minding their own business, you came in, decided to relieve them of you know their generosity. They gave you a crate of cannonballs. They said ahoy and all that to you, friendly. And you responded by setting their fucking ship on fire. Well, to be fair, the first thing fair, I did was okay, set it yes, on the fire. Court will hear you. <laughs> I set it on fire first. Then they said ahoy and thanks. Um, and then I took the crate. I, I'm pretty sure they just handed a bunch of stuff in and we're going to be heading off. So I think I helped them I mean, they way. weren't going to be heading off after that. <laughs> you gave okay, their ship a Viking's funeral. Yeah, at least I got the cannonballs. <laughs> that was You did. The best that, that was your saving grace. That was probably the best thing by far. That saved us. Huge. It was going to be huge. Uh, you did great. Uh, that was I think that's going to be it. For- it, it was great. It was fun. Uh, it kind of makes me want to go for uh, Sea of Thieves uh, Pirate Legend. Like, of course. Once you see those numbers up and you're like, ooh, maybe I could do that. <laughs> but then I won't. Uh, you also have been getting your cocaine fix in the form of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. What's yes. the update on that? I have conquered nearly all of England that's available on the map. Um, I have assassinated nearly every single Templar that there is and uh, I'm lo- I mean I haven't even finished the story yet I don't know how close I am but it is oh it is like pure gold I am, breathing heavy you know how much he likes it <laughs> I am um, I started the the wrath of the druids DLC that they released um, okay. where you get the they add island to the list of places you can go and that's been that's been pretty fun. It's getting more kind of mythological. Um, it's I don't know what it is about the game, but I swear it's like my favorite Assassin's Creed game to date. Maybe other than Black Flag, um, it's just I don't know. It feels like a it's gone back to like a true Assassin's Creed game, and I'm yeah, I'm just loving it. It's like nice. that's all the praise I can give it. It's so a good. true Assassin's Creed game. Put that on a plaque. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you get the you get the hidden blade back. I mean, oh, it is sick. <laughs> when's the last When's the last time you got a hidden blade? Um, that would be Syndicate, I think. Pretty sure okay. Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Um, oh, that's the maybe oh. Origin, like maybe the, one of the DLCs in Origins. I think you could you got it, okay. but it's, yeah, it's practically been missing. Mm. But it's back. Well, good thing. It's back. It's back, bitch. <laughs> oh, that's so now, good. It is so good. There is a new game I see on the list here that you uh, played what looks like the first time in CMQ history. Ladies and gentlemen, start the drum rolls. I'm not going to edit it in. Hockey, what is this brand new game never before played? <laughs> um, I've started playing uh, One Piece World Seeker. Wait, uh, you played two pirate games? You cheater! <laughs> you come um, into my home, and you played two different power games—not one, but two. 
<laughs> I um I bought it when it was released a few years ago, and I just haven't really gotten around to play it. Um, but now that I've been watching One Piece, I'm like, it's like like rekindled my love for the show, and I'm like, I gotta I gotta play the games, and I, I've been playing it, and it's been pretty good so far. I've been enjoying it. I mean, for for an anime game, because usually they're not the best, but it's been. I haven't good. seen a single episode of One Piece. It is. Same. Same. It's good. I, good. It's good. long, I but it's thank good. You, thank you, Tyler. <laughs> I didn't want to say that. <laughs> All I know is that there's a boy named uh, Luffy that yep. ate a gummy fruit. He can't swim, and he has extendo arms. Yes, he is a a rubber human. Um, after he ate the gum gum fruit, which is a devil fruit. Oh. Um, oh. I, I could go into a whole thing about it, but you no, know, we're no, good. We're good. please, we're good. I won't. On. I won't. Hour and a half. Hour and a half. <laughs> But yeah, um, yeah, the it's a it's a pretty good game. I've been enjoying it. Um, it's an open kind of open world um, game rather than the usual fighter um, games you get with anime shows. Nice, yeah. I with uh, certain games like Dragon Ball Z and Naruto and all that, uh, all those uh, shujo games. Uh, back in the day, it used to be just fight after fight with maybe a couple of like shitty uh, anime, not anime, just. Basically, the visual novel cut screens uh, in between mm. them just to kind of keep the narrative going. And uh, they've been expanding more and more beyond that, I think, ever since like the PS3 era. And I've been very happy that we can get something just a little bit further. Oh, uh, wait, I forgot I sti- to add one more thing. <laughs> I've been playing some more Jump Force as well. Oh! Ooh, Speaking of, yeah. like, Jump Force just talking about this, like, brought it back up. Um, yeah. Um, I've been trying to find out what characters I want to main, and uh, at least I got one of them. I got one character I want to main now, but I've been enjoying it, and that was a Trafalgalore. Such a good character. Trafalgalore? Who is that from? He's from One Piece. God damn it, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, which one's the motherfucker that has like three swords, and one of them are in his mouth? Zoro. Yeah. Zoro. Yes. Yes. Wait, you know Zoro? Oh yeah. I mean, I play Jump Force as well. He's one of my favorite characters in the game. Yeah, the three okay, sword that, style. That, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I was gonna. Say, I mean, I enjoy Jump Force, and I mean, Zoro's really the only character from One Piece I enjoy in Jump Force. Just saying, the other eh, maybe Boa, that's okay. Maybe mean... Boa, but that's because she's one of the very few female characters in that game. Boa's mm. hot. Okay. Boa's one of my favorite One Piece characters. And yeah, over on my end, I, uh, I've been going with an old favorite, uh, the, the game I declare my favorite and best game of all time. Highly recommend to anybody that has a PC. Uh, that is uh, my biggest claim to this game, Terraria. I've been uh, playing a little bit because I realize that more often than not, I don't really have a game I can give a commitment to. And with Terraria, I can play as much or as little as I want. And it often feels like I still make, even if it's just a, a microscope of it, uh, just a minuscule amount of, of uh, progress in it, I still feel like I, can, I did something that day. Play half an hour, I only got like ten bars and I got an armor piece. I still did something, it makes me happy. Uh, except it's gotten farther th- further than that, I've been playing by myself because I'm tired of trying to convince people to play Terraria with me on a consistent schedule. And uh, I've only sunk about 28 hours into this character so far which i say only mockingly that's a fucking lot into <laughs> i was gonna say I, dang since you picked it back up yeah 
Yeah, in like the past month or so. Uh, I've been playing a, a normal world. I didn't want to get anything too crazy. I just wanted to play and enjoy it. I'm currently on to Plantera, which uh, I would like to describe as the uh, three-fourths mark of the game's uh, main boss completion. So I'm, I'm very far into it. Uh, I'm still prepping up for the next boss. I've been having some fun with it. And honestly, it's been making me happy. I think Terraria is like, it's that game where you play to feel good about yourself. And honestly, like I, ne I needed that dopamine fix. The nice thing about Terraria is it's zero calories. I, I can consume it as much <laughs> as I want and I can enjoy it. Uh, in fact, uh, I'm really hoping that I can play with other people in the near future. You're one of them, Thomas. Uh, yeah, I do. I have been wanting to get back into that. Uh, my experience with Terraria, as you've seen, actually, Tyler. <laughs> I mean, we had like our one play session that we actually that was good and we actually enjoyed. But like before that, the time I had tried to play, I had someone kind of bring in end game content, uh, uh, and I was just beginning. And he like spawned end game bosses and brought these super ridiculous weapons, and I was like, I don't, I don't, That's I don't enjoy it. <laughs> you don't have to say anything to this, but I still don't understand why people want to join a brand new game of something where they can come in with end game gear and just make either everything stupid easy for you, which takes out the entire experience and difficulty of the game, or give you stuff that cuts out the progress and, once again, the experience of you enjoying the game. Mm -hmm. That is sad. It That's makes me sad. one of the sad. worst things you can do to me as I'm trying to learn and enjoy a game. I want to experience it myself. I want to do the work, put it in myself, and, like, earn it, feel like I earn it. Hand-holding me in a the game is the fastest way you get me off of a game. That's why I haven't really like, touched Terraria much. I 100% feel ya. Having a great sensation of beating the game, aka in my sense, beating the final boss, uh, is exuberant. And if you're trying to have somebody get that same exuberance by having them skip all the sensation and work up for that, you're, you're cutting their experience short. That's mm -hmm. fucked up. And if you're like that against making a new character you're basically just there to show off and then ruin experience mm -hmm. like that's that's trolling essentially mm -hmm. that's bragging and trolling and that is disgusting yep. i will never condone something like that and i'm sorry if i have any friends that do this i hope you think better of it i hope you reflect on it you're a better person you're better than this <laughs> uh besides that uh i've been playing a little bit more phasmophobia with the new update there was a at least one new map that I'm aware of, uh, the Willow Street House map. It is the first map that doesn't have a uh, small place hiding spot, such as lockers and whatnot, which uh, has increased the challenge. But uh, with the new update, Do you, not of, hide in uh, it? you can hide in it, but you can only hide behind doors and stuff. Oh, it is oh a no. <laughs> it it is a one floor house in basement. And it is very difficult to just, like, go and tuck away yourself in a corner by hiding and closing a door. Uh, but they started increasing in different maps and different locations a bunch of new uh, hiding spots because now instead of hiding in a room, you can hide by uh, the ghost or hide from the ghost with line of sight. So there's a couple of spots like barrels or whatnot that you hide behind and you just pray the fucking God that the ghost doesn't come near you. And thankfully, the ghosts usually, unless they see me beforehand, won't explore the room fully when they enter a room. So it's been 
very useful to have something like that in the pocket. Along with that, we have two new ghosts. The Hantu, which is a Malaysian ghost. Uh, I believe, according to Lena, it simply means just ghost. Mm -hmm. uh, the ghost is affected by temperature, more likely to attack if it's cold. The other one is the, uh, fuck, the yokai, which uh, yeah, is more responded to sign. Sound, uh, so whenever somebody talks, you piss off the ghost naturally. So, a streamer's worst enemy, I'm afraid, has a much higher tracking capability when somebody's talking while hunting. Uh, so, if you, you know, hit a vape a little too loudly, or if you're talking to somebody, that yokai will fucking hunt you down. It is... Gonna have some fun with that when we start the horror games this week. <laughs> it will it'll be fun. I highly recommend it. Got to play with a, a bunch of random people that I'm starting to come, maybe not friends, but definitely uh, acquaintances. And uh, it's been nice being able to play with a fresh group of people. Mostly because uh, the people I want to play with are usually either too busy or too fucking scared. Uh, much respect. Sorry, Brandon. <laughs> Calling you out. Anyways, that's <laughs> it for me playing games this week. Any other games that we want to talk about before we uh, jump into the main topic of this week? Nope. Not I don't have me. any. Well, holy shit. We're making record progress in Casual Master Quest episode 112. We are going to be talking about E3. We talked said that in the beginning of this show. There's a fucking lot. There is no like possible way that we can talk about every single thing that is on this list without it becoming a two and a half hour podcast we can name it all off that only takes accepted. about 20 minutes yeah <laughs> challenge it fucking accepted and we've already talked about one of them the uh, cfes update mm -hmm. that is true uh looking at the ign article i got two of them up here i have uh the first one is the biggest announcements which you know that's up to subjective uh review uh, and then I have the mother of all list. <laughs> mm, yeah, I got the it's full a list. Big list. <laughs> it's a big. Li Honestly, I think it would be smarter to go for the biggest ones and give shout outs to any other smaller ones we heard throughout the week. Mm -hmm. uh, if you want the bigger list, I have good news for you, the listener, my friend. There is something known as Google. I <gasps> implore you, search for it. Travel to the distant plains beyond the edge of the earth and find this website called Google.com and Google, what is the plethora of games that came out in 2021 that I wish Casual Master Quest announced and talked about on the podcast episode of E3? Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> you're not going to find it otherwise, and that'd be very sad. But don't worry, there's going to be a surface that we get to cover. Hockey, what yes. is the first announcement that we got here on this list of the biggest announcements of E3? Good, dude, I'm excited because this is one I actually am excited for. Um, Elden Ring. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, the newest game from uh, from Software, who uh, makes gems such as Dark Souls mm -hmm, and Bloodborne. Mm -hmm. She's a hero, and it also is uh, the famed author George R. R. Martin has been involved with this. So you know, I'm pretty pumped. That's gonna be good. Oh, I can't wait. Good. Uh. And also, I want you to give a little credit to Hayao Miyazaki. He is also a very famous person. Uh, he's well known for a lot of his animes, uh, such as... Uh, we're at the end of this part out, because I actually don't remember any. Uh, Studio Gimli! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Ghibli! He's, <laughs> he's the big guy! He's the guy! Fucking shit. Uh, like, uh, uh, Laputa, Castle in the Sky... 
My neighbor Totoro. All those okay. things. Awesome. You know, well, yeah, all those. I'm sorry, I, I paused there. It's the heat. I'm cooking alive. I'm, I might have a fever. But yes, Miyazaki teaming up with George R.R. Martin with From Software, the people in charge of fucking Bloodborne and Dead, Dead Dark Souls. Souls. Dark, Dark Souls. I was. I, I think what I meant to say was Demon Souls and then Dark Souls. But oh, hey, yeah. uh, Dead Souls, the next upcoming one, an untapped collaboration uh, with uh, Visceral Games, a defunct function of EA in charge of Dead Space. We won't be talking about that just yet. But anyways, yeah. Holy shit, Elden Ring. This looks amazing. I am Yes, I very, watched very the uh, trailer for it. Oh, it is definitely going to be difficult if it's anything like any other From Software game. Um, I'm really hoping there is a co-op element because <laughs> I want to play it with some people. Oh, it just looks so good. BB, what's next up on the list? The next one, I actually personally have not looked much into this, but after reading even just a brief synopsis, I am very curious. Uh, Starfield is the next one. Uh, it's been kind of described. I have heard of it where someone has basically said it is Skyrim in space is how they've described it, which is a pretty bold claim, not gonna lie. Um, yes, it is. It makes sense. It is, it is a Bethesda game. Yeah, it yes, is. This is the first announcement of a game since the, uh, the marriage between Bethesda and, and Microsoft. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's the first original IP from Bethesda in quite a while. Mm -hmm. as so well. It's a pretty big deal. Pretty big deal that they're coming out with this one. Uh, it's I have, like I said, I have not been able to look much into it myself or even watch the trailer. But uh, even just being a Bethesda game set as like an open world, like space exploration kind of game, I'm I'm down. I'm down to look into this. This looks exciting. You bet it's going to be on uh, Game Pass since it's oh, a yeah. Microsoft game. Get it when I free, think baby. of uh, hell yeah, man. When I think of Skyrim and space, my first thought is something like uh, Outer Worlds, but I guess mm. that's more akin to uh, Fallout. Fallout, so, yeah, space, the, yeah. the, right? Uh, Skyrim and space. Hopefully, we can mod it just as much. That would be a little <laughs> exciting. But That'd be a blast. That would be space dragons, baby. You're the space of uh, space Dovican uh, or something, Starvican. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's Bethesda, so, like, be ready for a bunch of glitches. I mean, isn't that part of the charm, though? That's part of the fun. Yeah. I mean, you, have you, you mean to tell come me you don't... The floor? You mean to tell me you don't like having Ayla the Huntress walk, like, waist up only from the... That's all you see I of mean, her? <laughs> it's, it's great. It just shows how, like, lazy Bethesda is that they won't fix her in-game. Modders have to do it for them. <laughs> I mean, technically, yes... But they make so much content in their game that I, I'd like to say it's kind of hard to cover every single fucking base that they have. Mm -hmm. And true, even true. if they're just huge. But Skyrim's been out for quite a while. <laughs> true, but we've seen how much time. Like, if people take companies take uh, time to make sure that their games work good, we end up with situations like Cyberpunk. Uh, mm. That does Ouch. not still end out well. <laughs> No offense, I, I mean... I ain't a game developer, so I don't know how much work goes into it. So, yeah. I mean, granted, like, yes, I'm sure Bethesda could use a much larger QA department than other companies due to the size of their games and the amount of stuff <laughs> they want to put into it. The good news Just is, they have Xbox. 
Well, I mean, I'm just saying with Xbox uh, QA on their side, they should be able to have a lot more firepower to make sure that kind of stuff is covered. The nice thing is uh, when Xbox is on the field, Mommy really loves to support their games and make sure they succeed so Microsoft can brag about it to the ex-husband known as Sony. Because Sony, <laughs> Sony, when when Sony's daddy was certain games like No Man's Sky, daddy just wants uh, the game to be good. He doesn't give a shit about whether or not it should help the game. And then we get No Man's Sky coming out to, you know, its first sports meet, and then immediately runs headfirst into the wall and crashes, and Sony walks out with his hot dog and shit. No, uh, I have good faith that Microsoft will take care of Bethesda, and Bethesda will do great on its own. We'll see, though. I have no fucking idea. Maybe I'm full of shit. <laughs> Next up on the list... And uh, it's weird how it rolled back to me like this, but, uh, you know, maybe the stars have aligned. Uh, they did do another release window or announcement of a release window and a new trailer for The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. Uh, I did watch it. It's about a minute and a half to two minutes. There really isn't... There's a lot to glean from, but looking at it straight from the get-go, it's more eye candy, essentially, at first. Uh they tr they tried doing the you know the the old uh, hi we're gonna have two hundred thousand people watch frame by frame to get every single possible thing we can think of to strip from this thing. Let's give them half second images in the first ten seconds. It's Which like, is exactly okay. what I will do. <laughs> we got to see a, a little bit more of what looks like. Uh, Ganondorf, or who we assume is Ganondorf, the uh, this undead monk minion-looking motherfucker. Uh, we got to see that Link's arm has been transformed by what looks like the corruption of Calamity, the Blight. Or maybe something different. His arm is now what appears to be magically mechanical now, uh, which is an interesting thing. And he's being yeeted into the sky. There was a tweet by Nintendo, I don't know how recently where people were trying to figure out if they were going to, like, like where the fuck are they going to go for Breath of the Wild 2? Are they going to go underground? And which uh, a representative of Nintendo said, to the ground, no. We look up. Uh, and it appears that we are going to be playing in the skies of Hyrule at this point, as uh, much of the scene shows uh, Link falling down in what appears to be some kind of uh, Greek-style outfit. Uh, with one mm. arm bare and the other one like almost like Hercules being launched down to do his 12 trials. Uh, we got to see a couple of new enemies, a couple of interesting combination of enemies. We got to see what appears to be the, the rock golem fused with a fort. That was pretty fun to watch. Almost looks like the Zelda equivalent of a certain new enemy that appeared in Horizon's uh, uh the Forbidden West, which was interesting. Uh, not to ever compare those two games. That's for, uh, you know, that's not allowed. People said that's not allowed to be compared. Anyways, uh, it looks like it's going to be released in 2022. No one was really surprised. It looks okay. I'm excited. I mean, I'm the kind of person that doesn't get hyped for a Zelda game until about a month. And all of a sudden, it's like, instead of putting fuel in, I'll accidentally put rocket gel in. And all of a sudden, I'll start foaming at the mouth like, Zelda, I need it, I need it. But up until then, I'm like, yes, Zelda, the next game will be great, I'm sure. But don't worry. Just, just give me about a year. Give me about a year. I'll, I'll, I'll be losing my shit. <laughs> Aki, Square Enix, yes. new game. What's the word? 
Uh, yes, uh, Square Enix has announced the Guardians of the Galaxy game. Booyah, um, baby! Not sure what to think about it, but I am excited because it's one of my favorite Marvel uh, movies. Um, I'm a bit disappointed that it's only single player though. It's like the perfect game to have a co-op. On. Yeah, I mean uh, that that's true. I agree with that. This is Square Enix. Unless this was an MMO, it was almost guaranteed to be a single player experience. True, I and mean, they probably saw the uh, I mean, failure of the Avengers game as well. Right, and with the uh, you know the Final Fantasy being their big thing, at the very least, we know Star Lord won't get killed at the end of the game. <laughs> spoilers i'll let you figure it out (laughs) (laughs) i do see the potential for it um being pretty good but we'll just have to wait and see at the very least uh looks like it's coming out on october 26th as of right now uh i mean square enix is not people might be surprised by this square enix is not as huge of a company as they are portrayed as which is probably to their benefit if they look like a powerhouse and they can say that they're a you know AAA titles all the time, people will believe them. Uh, Square Enix doesn't have as much money in the bank as other companies. Uh, I haven't checked in a while, but last I checked, uh, they were in single digits in terms of billion dollars in the bank. Uh, oh, uh, I accidentally just looked at the stock price for Square Enix. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they are... What is Square Enix's net worth? Uh, it is currently showing at $2 billion. Hmm. $2 billion. That so that we're talking about really fucking low. That's very surprising. Square almost Enix. Sound- yeah, Square Enix Coming that brought bigger. Final Fantasy. And it's like, bizarre because, you know, with big game titles, they, they're running a full MMO right now. Super active and all that stuff, and they're only at you know two billion dollars. Meanwhile, uh, looking over at uh, let's say Blizzard, uh, Blizzard also has a bunch of games out, they also have their own MOO. Uh, they currently have a net worth of 22 billion. Yeah, so my point is, uh, with Square Enix, you know, they're big, but they're not like huge. So th- there is uh, some uh, reason to be concerned with this, but th- when they do make a game, they make it really fucking good. Uh, Very much so. Some questionable at times. Uh, maybe they're looking for uh, a new IP to play with because uh, they they not only milk the, the cow that is Kingdom Hearts fucking dry, they turn that cow <laughs> into fucking dry ass steaks and served out to the customers and they don't have any more cows. Uh, you know, they're, they're going to better pastures, I hope. So, I got some faith for them. Mm-hmm. I, I promise you, I won't go on a rant on every single one of these. Uh, otherwise, we will <laughs> hit past my limit. <laughs> BV, mm-hmm. Ubisoft, up the bat. What do we got? Ubisoft, they are coming out with Avatar. The, not Last Airbender. <clears throat> but, <laughs> but... Which would have been cool. Yeah, but, you know, the big blue people on Pandora. <laughs> That one. They are coming out with an open-world action-adventure game, and I am actually very excited for this, because the movie, I personally absolutely enjoyed. And, like, it's something that I haven't looked into much of. The trailer is about two and a half, three minutes long, uh, mm-hmm. but it, an open-world game set in that universe leaves a lot to explore and for people who enjoyed the movie or that universe uh it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one to look into i think 
they, they did make a, mo- a game of the movie. I remember that when the movie came out. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is that th- th- it no was one probably was a cash grab, wasn't it? Yeah, and I don't think anyone was asking for this solely on the fact that the movie was released over ten years ago. Yeah, it is um, a weird choice, but we have also seen weird revivals of stuff like Friday the Thirteenth and all that stuff that just like no one really asked for it. You know, Alien Isolation making a sudden return. You know, back mm-hmm. in 2013 or whatnot. Obviously, this is 2021, and once again, that is 10 years ago, but... Maybe isn't preparing for the next film? Oh, oh God. Avatar is 12 years old. Like, at what point does it turn into a movie classic? Yeah, the fact that Avatar is 12 years old, a a movie classic at this point. You're, You're right. I don't think anybody actually asked for this. No. And... Ubisoft, of all people, uh, doing this is kind of weird, but they're kind of... Ubisoft's always been the company that's been reaching across the far plains to try out different things. I mean, mm-hmm. when you think of Ubisoft, uh, I personally think of freaking Sims as the, like, the first name big thing. <laughs> so so jumping over to something like that to this is incredibly, like, like very... I don't know what the term would even be. Uh, rich, I guess, would be the term. <laughs> Uh, think fancier term for rich. This is a rich move. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, it pays out. Uh, I mean, I can see it working. Uh, I mean, Valhalla. I think it was the last big Ubisoft game released, um, and that open world is pretty good. So, I mean, this could work. It could work. True. It, it's very true. And as long as they got the full power behind it, behind something like an Assassin's Creed game, I have faith in it. Yeah. But. Uh, this is a weird year where companies are trying some, like, super new things you wouldn't expect the big boys to go. Uh, they must have ran out of cows uh, this year or something, because they, they're... I mean, where's The Sims 5? You, I guess they're... You'd think after, like, the 30th or 40th DLC, they'd start to consider maybe going for Sims 5, but maybe uh, they just don't have enough content for something like that. Uh, for my end, uh, I'm not as excited for this. I'm very sorry. Uh, but... Uh, there was an announcement for Super Smash Brothers, the new DLC that was revealed. Uh, Kazuya, which is the... Oh, from Tekken. Yeah, the A game MCS that I hardly Tekken. ever played. I don't care. I'm sorry. I have nothing to say Nobody about Nobody asked for this. I will hold my rant, but I am not in support of this character the, being the added. The only box it ticked for me is that it wasn't another sword character. That's literally True. it. But I mean, I'm... Sathroth was the, pretty like, cool, okay? Like, Okay, Sephiroth, yeah, okay, that is true. That is a great character in the game. Oh, yeah. But, what the heck? <laughs> I don't, I don't see... Okay, maybe a couple people were asking for this, but, is like... Is Super Smash Brothers the Oxford University of, like, video game, like... Right? Mascot like, no appearances? one was asking for this, and they just gave him. <laughs> Holy shit, they give out letters of acceptance and all that shit... Super Smash Brothers is the fucking Oxford Oxford uh, University. <laughs> oh my god, fuck! <laughs> Who are we gonna grab next? All right, wild guesses. Next uh, Super Smash Brothers character, go. I'm gonna say it's the kid from Mapescape. Ooh, I like that one. I would like not be upset if Spike was there. Ooh yeah. yeah ooh. G- give me Tails from Sonic. <laughs> Ooh, no. Tales of Fox. Okay, okay. His smash uh, uh, ultimate attack is him coming in on his uh, airplane and stuff. 
You know, I'm still holding on to one of the first characters that was asked for. I'm still holding out for Gino from Super Mario RPG. Nice. I'm still I, hoping for Gino. I was like, if you ask me what I would want, well, the greatest character of all time in Nintendo history, known as Waluigi, of course. But let's. Yes. It, it's been, <laughs> Waluigi has been joked out so many times. <laughs> it's it's been shut down more than me in high school. Whenever I ask somebody out, like, there's no way it's gonna happen. <laughs> Yeah, if they do that, that would just be like... Because they're only releasing one more character for now, right? That we know of. Supposedly, that's what they're saying. One more character. Would it be Waluigi? Like, that would be such a tease. Could you imagine? That would be such a troll move. I don't see it happening. I don't either. Just solely on the fact that he's an assist trophy. Yeah, but they do assist trophies and like the me costumes or whatever. And then they still release characters on that. But I don't what think is there's a, been an assist trophy that's become a character. I'm trying to think of any like big companies that have never really gone to Nintendo before that have gone to them recently. Like that's kind of like a prime candidate. Usually, if the game has ever been on Nintendo or came to Nintendo, typically it's welcomed on the Super Smash Brothers. Like people are like, "How the fuck, Sephiroth? Final Fantasy VII's on the Switch, actually." So yeah. just put Crash it the test. In. Good, technically. I mean, Crash, Crash, is Bandic- one that, Crash is one that's been suspected to go. Yeah, and Crash or Spyro. want to increase the uh, crossplay. And so also, uh, and I mean, Rayman as well has been considered. I feel like, and this is me being an asshole, realistically, they're probably going to do something that's going to piss and make people laugh their ass off. I'm thinking fucking Ubisoft's Rayman Rabbids. Something yes. like something for the Rabbids. I would actually play the yeah. shit out of that character. <laughs> And they already have, have like, a- that kind of IP. Right. I mean, that's like also Mario an announcement Rabbids. to come up here in a little bit, but... Right. That's why I'm saying, like, it would make sense. You could have so many different fucking costumes for a rabbit. They'd have their own moveset. Like, there's so much potential for them having a stupid moveset, and I would mm-hmm. love it. Some would, people would hate it. I would love to play as a rabbit. Are you kidding me? I mean, the, Piranha Plant was seen as a troll character at first, but True. Piranha Plant's actually a legitimate character to play. But yeah, that's uh, this uh, you know, Kazuya from Tekken is coming up for Super Smash Brothers. We don't care, but we love to talk about what could happen. Hockey, yeah, Microsoft. <laughs> they released a multiplayer uh, trailer for Halo Infinite, and I came, I came so hard. multiple times. I might add, no. <laughs> it is. I first off, multiplayer is going to be free. That's a big yes. Big. Big. That's huge. That's huge. That's huge. That's huge. Like, when fucking Epic came with Fortnite and they, you know, they announced the the free to play open world uh, Battle Royale version, that was pretty ballsy in response to Player Unknown's Battleground. Big balls hit the ground. You're seeing orbital drop shock trooper sized balls come clambering down now. (laughs) Like, they're gonna glass the fucking planet of any possibility of like free to play shooters. Call of Duty, get the fuck out of the way. I like. I, I'm serious. This is not, gonna be it's not huge. Just, it's not a battle royale. It's the multiplayer modes of Halo are free, and mm. I am. I'm Which hyped. is like the best part, honestly. I mean, the campaigns yeah. absolutely are great too. Don't get me wrong. I will play the shit out of Halo campaigns. I still need to go through all the Halo campaigns, <clears throat> Tyler. Uh, hey, <laughs> I know, <laughs> but like. The multiplayer for Halo, 
some of my absolute favorite childhood times. Even today, some of the best experiences I've ever had in gaming have been in Halo multiplayer. And now they're coming out with the next one, and it's free. <laughs> there's there's two free, free, free. big things free, free, from free, 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 free. this Halo Infinite that I am looking forward to. One is the grappling hook that you can get, where you can grapple weapons off the ground, grapple two vehicles, and I, it's, oh. it's basically like Pathfinder from Apex. Yes. And the, so the second second bit is the way they're doing their battle passes, where unlike all the other games, once that battle pass ends, you can't get the stuff. Once you buy that season battle pass, you're always going to have that season battle pass, no matter what battle pass they're up to. So you'll still be able to unlock everything in that battle pass. That's which I think is a good smart. idea. That's if you pay for really it, you idea. should be able to keep it. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll have that battle pass when you buy it. It will not expire. That's what they so said. Like, Your battle passes you, won't expire. So when you purchase one battle pass, and say, for example, you're going into the next one, you purchase that one, would you progress in both of them at the same time, you think? I believe that's how they're going to do it. So, that's, and they won't, like, that's really fucking have cool. the same cosmetics. That's, it's it's a smart idea, and I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure it's going to get them more money. Halo, take all my money. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they're saying it's coming out holiday 2021, which is uh, you know going to be a big deal. Uh, means we're probably not to get it digital if we really want it because it's going to be fucking hard to get physically, uh, as I learned in this day and age. But yeah, holy shit! Like within like four or five months, Halo Infinite is going to be coming out. It looks a lot more impressive in this trailer versus the previous one that got released. People were mocking the shit out of that last trailer. Like, what the fuck was going on? I'm sorry, we accidentally gave you beta video feed to look at for a trailer. This isn't alpha anymore. This is finished, clean product. It looks good. It's promising. I'm excited. Uh, BV, we touched on it a little bit, but another big name is coming out. What's going on over at Nintendo's headquarters? Mario Things and Rabbids. Uh, the sequel oh, yeah. is coming out. Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope. That first game was surprisingly good. I never actually really like, good. beat it, beat it. But every time I've gone back to play it, I've been like obsessed with it. I love my turn-based combat games. Like the Divinity Original Sin 2, I've been playing that a lot recently. But like turn-based combat games, I've just thoroughly enjoyed but the silliness of it with the rabbits in the Nintendo world, like everything with that is just great. And so they're coming out with the second one, uh, which is looking for a 2022 release date. But I, I, I'm just excited for it. It's a solid game. Seriously, back in like 2016, 2017, when this got first announced, there was so much backlash. There was I, like just I myself was not a huge fan of the idea. Like I thought it, it was going to ruin it. No offense, Raymond Raving Rabbits. A lot of people fucking hate that game. They hate those characters. They think they're just basically the original uh, uh, minions, essentially the video game equivalent to minions. They're just mindless idiots that scream. They're annoying. They have no originality to them. They're just beings of pure chaos, and people just hate them. So when they came out announcing that Mario, Nintendo's biggest money-making thing in the world, is being tied with this thing, there was mayhem. And then it came out. And then it fucking came out. And people were surprised. They were shocked. This is actually really fucking good. Mm -hmm. Especially with Grant Kirkhope, the composer for most of all uh, Rare's games, has once again returned. Like a, 
Banjo-Kazooie. Like, we're talking that old, uh, like, how far back Grant Kirkhope has been making music for Rare. And he comes back once again, makes this banger musical score for this. The story's chaotic. It's funny. Uh, the the fighting, great. though, the system is wonderful. They work so hard offering different challenges for you throughout the entire thing. And not once do I say, I don't like this. This is boring. Get me out of this. It's always been oh boy, I, I got enough coins, you know I, there's a challenge, oh there's a new weapon I want, I can do this with it, it's been so, it was so fucking exciting and with the DK DLC that came out that brought Donkey Kong to it, I didn't get a chance to actually play it people loved it so, mm-hmm. I, when they announced like, Mario Plus Rabbids for an awards that year, in 2017 uh, the guy that I believe, one of the developers that was there to accept the thing, stood up and openly cried. Like, that kind of shit is touching. Mm-hmm. It was the time where the masses were wrong. And I'm glad to see that they were wrong to their benefit. Because we're getting another game of this kind, of this caliber. And it looks like we're going to be seeing it, like you said, I believe, in 2022. Mm-hmm. The hell yeah! Oh, it's my turn, huh? Okay, yeah. anyways. So, uh, the company that made Dishonored and Prey, yes. known as Arcane uh, Studios, was that hockey? Was, was that yes. hockey? Yes. said yes. I haven't played any of them. Dishonored's one of my favorite uh, series. I played Prey. Uh, Prey was okay. Uh, it started off great, and then I it fell off the face of the earth fairly quickly. So, I got mixed emotions with Arcane, but. Looks like they're going to be making a uh, game that's called Redfall. A open-world vampire shooter game? What the fuck is going on here? Uh, looks like it's going to have up to four-player co-op. It's going to have you uh, fighting vampire versus vampire. Or you're just fighting vampires. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> uh, it's going to be exclusive to Xbox and PC. Uh, good on Dishonored. Or sorry, not Dishonored. Good on Arcane. I hope you do better this time. No offense to you about Prey. You did great. Do better. Uh, <laughs> that's all I, can say. I haven't played it, so I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. You did great with Dishonored, says uh, Game Critic Hockey 115. Hockey 11151 on certain social media platforms. But Counter Critic Two Times Tyler is also saying you need to do better after mishaps of game title Prey. We'll see on the battlefield with Redfall. Hockey, Borderlands, what's going on? Yes, uh, they're releasing a spin-off of probably the best DLC of Borderlands 2, may I say Borderlands history. Um, and that was the Assault on Dragon Keep, which was basically Dungeons and Dragons in Borderlands. It was such a great DLC, and they're releasing a spin-off called Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Perfect. Tiny Tina is probably the best character in Borderlands as well. I agree. I agree. <laughs> um, it's it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be set in a, the Bunkers and Badasses kind of universe. Um, and I'm just, I'm just really hyped for it. I mean, it's got Will Arnett, Andy Samberg. I, I love those guys. Um, I'm just, I'm, I mean, it's Borderlands. Borderlands is Borderlands. It is just pure chaos and... I mean, that's it's all a game I can really you can't say. really like. You have to love it if you get into it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's it's definitely going to be a winner for all the Tiny Tina fans. That's for sure. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Good deal. 
BV, Microsoft. Yep, Forza Horizon 5 is the next one. Uh, (laughs) A lot of uh, Forza games, but honestly, for people who enjoy racing games, these games are all pretty solid, actually. Um, It's... Yeah, I haven't played too many of them, but I usually play it uh, over at one of my friends' place because he's obsessed with every single one of these. And they're solid, solid games. So this is one... Yeah, Forza Horizon uh, 5 is uh, looking... I don't see on there what it's looking at coming out. Set in Mexico. Uh, November 9th. No, November 9th. Yeah, there it is this year. I did not see that on there. Thank you. (laughs) No, it's Uh, okay. It's looking to be the largest, most diverse Horizon game ever. So it's uh, pretty ambitious to grow that, but I'm excited to see what they do with it. Good deal. We mentioned a little bit about the uh, original, but Obsidian is going to be announcing, well, it announced The Outer Worlds 2 is coming out for Xbox PC once again. Uh, This is going to be exciting. Uh, They are going to be saying that it's going to be a while. They didn't have a release date for it just yet. Might be late 2022. We're not quite sure just yet. (laughs) Can I say it has probably one of the funniest trailers basically calling out every game company that releases a game trailer thing on E3. If you haven't watched it, you should watch it. It's pretty good. No, I'm curious. I'll be watching it after we record this podcast. (laughs) Ah, I better pause it then, because I was about to watch it right here now. Uh, (laughs) BV, I gotta distract you. (laughs) Keep it short. It's a minute long. But it's a minute 38. But we're recording. That, we're recording. Yeah, we're a responsible adults. <laughs> By the time we finish explaining why we shouldn't watch this video, we probably could have watched this video. Exactly. Okay, okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Alright, Ubisoft has another game being announced. Shocker. BB, what's going on? <laughs> Rainbow Six Extraction is, uh, or, yeah, yeah, it's. Another Rainbow Six game. That's what I see it as. Honestly, I haven't played too but many Rainbow different, Six. But, but different. It is. But different. It is it different. Is. Rainbow Six is typically PvP uh, considered. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is some PvP uh, E to Rainbow Six, but looks like this one might be more focused on it. This is uh, an objective-based PvE game that's going to be released it's, September sixteenth. Yeah. It's giving me like kind of like Left 4 Dead kind of vibes. Because there's like mutated creatures and stuff in it. Oh, sure. Okay. It's a more horror kind shit. of one. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Okay. Good deal. September 16th, the day after my wife's birthday. Hmm. I was about to say happy birthday to my wife, but that's that's actually you, Thomas. Happy birthday to you. Uh, <laughs> we talked about this already. Sea of Thieves is getting Pirates of the Caribbean, the crossover, thanks to the powers of Rare and Disney. Beautiful. We love it. Can't wait to see Davy Jones and Jack Sparrow. Going to be out by the time you hear this podcast. So if you like Sea of Thieves and you're listening right now, go fucking play it. It's great. It's on Game Pass. It's on Steam. It's on Xbox Store. If you're fucking crazy, play it. You're going to love it. I'm sure. Maybe. I haven't played it myself. It looks great. Grab some friends. Maybe alcohol. (laughs) Not too much alcohol. We need you at the wheel. Rum. Rum. You need rum. Yes. Where's all the rum? Taylor. Always gone. Yes. Just Cause has another... Oh, not sorry. Avalanche Studios has another game coming out to succeed Just Cause. What's going on? Uh, Yes, uh, it's called Contraband. Um, Don't know too much about it, but from what I've read, 
I'm interested. It's a co-op open world game. Um, they've described it as a co-op smuggler's paradise, which uh, I mean, I'm all for co-op games. So depending on what exactly it's about, I'm pretty sure I will be buying it. Well, I mean, Just Cause has like there's some really good Just Cause games, so um, I have high hopes. Yeah, I've never played a Just Cause game. Same. Okay, good. We're on the same boat. One Piece, Just Cause. Just, I've watched people play Just Cause, like the first one with the whole uh, grappling hook system. Fun as hell to watch and do. Uh, so yeah, contraband. BV, Microsoft, once again, coming back to the bat with another heavy hitter. <laughs> Microsoft Flight Simulator is coming to Xbox Series S July 27th. That's pretty quick. Uh, they're releasing that and the a Top Gun expansion to it. <laughs> That's coming later yep. this year. That's going to be pretty cool. On the Game Pass, it's been out on the PC for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I guess a whole year. Uh, yeah. The flight simulator on that, since it's uh, left beta and all that stuff, very popular. People love this. It, you know, you can't dogfight in or anything like Ace Combat or anything, but it's still fun learning how to take off and all that stuff. And it's a chance to probably, play that on the yeah. yeah go ahead. Sorry, it's like I'm pretty sure it's they're one of like the most in-depth flight simulator games you can play. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like. If World of Tanks was able to give you the most in-depth understanding of each and every tank that came out in history, uh, Microsoft's Flight Simulator gives you the best ability to see almost every single type of aircraft that's out there. That the you know certain governments will actually let us touch, you know, certain mm-hmm. uh, experimental aircraft that we're not supposed to know about in Area Fifty something. Is it fifty-one or fifty-two? Fifty-one. Area Fifty-one. Fifty-one. Thank you. I was, was going to say Area 52. I think that's a joke place from a different movie. I, I'm trying to remember that now. Uh, guys, Hades. I am absolutely excited for this one. Uh, sorry for jumping the gun on this, but this gets me no, super it's okay. excited. This is huge. This, they are finally releasing Hades for PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X and S, and Xbox One on August 13th. I oh, Game Pass. Yeah, I have been... Yeah, uh, the Xbox versions will be available on Game Pass at launch. Like, that's August 13th. It's finally becoming available for everything else. They have released it for Switch, yes. But I'm just glad that Hades is getting out everywhere else. They won Game of the Year for 2020 uh, for IGN. Rightfully so. Very much so. Uh, The people, when they played it, they will hail this from the heavens. Or I guess hell in this case. Uh, <laughs> from, from the layers of hell. Uh, great acclaims. This and is my first w- major roguelike game that I've ever played. And I mean, I've played some other ones, but I never really got into them and re- never really enjoyed it. But this is one that has really gotten me into the game uh, genre of that. And I cannot say enough good things about Hades. And we also personally know people that are... They have, they have PCs, but they can't play a game of this quality on it. And they would love to see it over on different consoles. So mm-hmm. This is going to give them the chance. They're going to love it when it comes out. Uh, I'm sure you said it, but just in case... Wait, no, it's me that's supposed to say it. August 13th. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, you, you ever get the sense uh, that it's your turn to get hijacked, but then you don't realize you get hijacked? Yeah, I know! Like It's like I got excited or something. 
If you're gonna hijack and hijack me harder, Daddy. No, I'm just kidding, <laughs> Taylor. I wanted to, I wanted to say something crazy while Thomas took a sip. <laughs> Thomas, a bunch of stuff is coming out on the Xbox Game Pass. What games are we looking forward to see? Oh me? Was this me for me? I'll talk about yeah. it. I'm I'm the Xbox owner, I guess. Um, okay. Uh, first off, uh, Atomic Heart, which from the uh, I think it was announced like couple years ago actually um it's meant to be a kind of post-apocalyptic kind of game with a rampant kind of uh robots going around um not much was talked about it but you know they're finally releasing more um it's something i'm looking forward to that has been put onto the game pass you got the so-called spiritual successor for left for dead back for blood put on the game pass Everything is being put on the Game Pass. They even put a Yakuza like a dragon on the Game Pass. So if you don't have Game Pass, buy a Game Pass. You can get it on your PC. You can get it on your Xbox. It It is very worth it. You know how this goes, BV. It's your turn. What do we got going on? (laughs) Far Cry 6 uh, DLC. Uh, Like, (laughs) that, uh... They're letting you play as the series, like, infamous villains that have come through, which gets me pretty excited. Um, like, you're gonna be able to, uh, essentially, like, delve into the minds, it says, of, uh, Far Cry 3's Voss, uh, Far Cry 4's, uh, Pagan Min, and then, uh, Far Cry 5's Joseph Seed, which is going to be very interesting, uh... Those are some pretty fascinating characters from the Far Cry games. And uh, seriously, if there was, God, it says it's also inspired by the roguelite genre. So that's gonna be the gameplay. The, the gameplay is inspired by the roguelite genre, which is gonna be interesting. If you took like anybody's favorite series and offered them a DLC where you get to play like maybe five to ten hours uh, as the villain. Like, for me, like, Zelda, or, I don't know, maybe, well, I guess Mario, there's WarioWare or some shit like that. <laughs> but, like, this is a brilliant move, honestly. Mm-hmm. I, I really like this kind of mindset. I always think it's fun and funny when you get to play the villain. Because, you know, hypothetically, they're not going to win at the end of everything said and done. But it's cool to get a little backstory to understand it's kind of like the same reason why people love uh, listening to podcasts about serial killers. Uh, it's the same mm. thing. Like, you know what happens to the serial killer because they got caught and they're probably either in prison or dead. But you still want to know what the fuck they actually did just to mm-hmm. get a Morbid appreciation. Curiosity. Yeah. And these are uh, fucked up villains, ugh. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Especially Joseph Seed if you've played uh-huh. Far Cry 5. I never um, finished the game, but, like, I've watched playthroughs of it, and... The way it ends, or... <laughs> oh, yeah, the way it ends alone, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually disappointed in this list, honestly. There's one big thing that they're not including. Probably one of the that? biggest. Battlefield 2042. Uh, How I could they, they not did... have Battlefield? They no, probably see it. Oh, it was in the other guess, one, yeah. It's probably in the shadow... It's hard to see it when you see Microsoft and Halo Infinite. You, you got to look closer. Mm, I mean, but I Battlefield 2042 looking so good. So, oh, it's going to be good. <laughs> That's the one I'm looking forward to the most out of any of the games getting released. Looks like uh, Platinum Games once again is going to be taking the mantle underneath uh, Square. 
I believe the last time they made... What is Platinum Games' last game that they just made with Square? Uh, I've never even heard of Platinum Games. Really? Bayonetta, Nier Automata, Astral Chain. Oh, okay, uh, yep, okay, I do know them. Uh, okay, yep. I got you back on board, hell yeah. Uh, the last one I remember is Astral Chain that came out for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, I believe they they had another game called World of Demons. I didn't look into that one. But uh, they are coming back once again. Uh, with Square specifically, I think that was Nier Automata. Uh, that was their last mm. game. Uh, and e- e- everybody and their mother knows that I believe that that is one of the worst games in this side of the century. Uh, <laughs> it is a hot and hard opinion. I understand that a lot of people disagree, and they also need to understand that I think they're wrong. We can respect each other's I was say, differences. Hockey, didn't you literally just say that you enjoyed the game, right mm. as Tyler was saying that he didn't enjoy it? Oh, he did. He did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I like, have not experienced any of the game, played it, or watched anything of it, so but I have no input. It's definitely like a niche kind of game, though. Fair. It, so you can either... You, there's no, like in between you either like it or you can don't or you can hate it hey guess who's <laughs> over here look the storyline that they do in the long run top notch it's great but for me the game uh the actual platforming in the combat not as great in my opinion my opinion again anyways platinum games is going to be teaming up for the a game called babylon's fall uh, looks like it was announced two years ago, and they kind of left under the wayside. Uh, looks like they showed off new gameplay in E3, and it's going to be coming out to the PS5, PS4, and PC. Uh, there was no actual release date, as far as I'm aware, that got announced, but it does look very Final Fantasy near Automata Nesh. Uh, the aesthetics, I love. I love uh-huh. the aesthetics. Like, Platinum Games has always done great with aesthetics. If there's one thing I can tell that they do a good job of, it's looking fucking flashy. Uh, like, Bayonetta people, come on. Like, when you <laughs> yes. see Dami Mommy being able to whip you with her hair, like, it's hard not to look good with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Bayonetta alone. What a great soundtrack. Mm. Next on the list, Taylor. Ah, yes, they are releasing a remastered version of uh, Diablo 2. I haven't played Diablo game, but really? it's definitely something I, I would it's oh, definitely sure. something I would like want to get into. Um, Honestly, I think if it was let's say if it was a 10-15 game that you could get through uh, Blizzard and we got like three of us together, you would love the dog shit out of it. Imagine the play style of that to Baldur's Gate 3, like the design style, but with the gameplay of Hades. Yeah. It's mm. it's that roguelike style of play. You get to keep your characters and all that stuff, but it's really dungeon grindy. It's fun. It is like, no offense, the storyline is okay. You can really breeze through it, but having fun and leveling up your characters... But that's Diablo 3. Uh, you know, this is Diablo 2, the, the prequel to this in this case, or the predecessor, pardon me. But yeah, coming out uh, this year, September 23rd. I hope we can talk about I, I don't know how much Diablo 3 is, but if it's dirt cheap, you better make that 22 games added to your list, BB. You better watch out. <laughs> <laughs> Let me take a look. I'm looking at it right now. I think it would be. The fun part is, uh, I know you can get it on PC. 
You can get it on PlayStation 4. You can get it on Switch. Uh, there's like a bunch of different ways to uh, be able to play it. And the remastered 2 is going to be on Switch as well. Mm. So you can buy the base game for 20 bucks, And you can buy uh, the everything with the uh, the DLC that came with it uh, called uh, Reaper of Souls for 30 And then if you want an extra class that comes with a bunch of extra stuff, it's a total of $40. Honestly, uh, if you were to get the Reaper of Souls, you'd have everything. Uh, basically, you're just paying an extra $10 for a additional class and there's so much content for you to be able to have fun and play with like it really does give you a hades-esque feel to it with except instead of your character dying every time you're just building a character slowly and slowly with a bunch of wild different uh, abilities that you can get that will you know influence how you fight hmm. it's fun I, I i i have sunk so many hours into it i highly recommend it if you never touched it but okay BV, I know you're distracted, so this is why no, I'm I was looking, point at you. I was, no, I was, I know, I was looking uh, for Diablo Three actually. <laughs> if you're looking for it, like as a game to like look at the uh, buy, uh, it is going to be on the Blizzard launcher. So, yeah, I was looking uh, on like Instant Gaming and other sites for those uh, those discounts. You know. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. But did not see it there. I found Diablo 2 on there and Diablo 4 uh, when it comes out. N- not on sale, but I was just looking there to see if uh, they had it on sale on any of those sites that I look at. The nice thing is, and I'm pretty sure this is the case, if you buy the standard edition and you like it, you can upgrade for, I think, the difference in price. Okay. It's always Wait. It's been like that with, uh, with WoW, so I'm assuming it's going to be the same thing. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, that's what I was... Uh... That's that's what I was taking a look at. I'll look at it more afterwards. I'll see if I can... Sounds good. You got a thousand things on your plate, including this next game announcement. What's going on with <laughs> Ubisoft? Ubisoft uh, coming out with an uh, open-world extreme sports game, which sounds chaotic and like a blast to me. But Riders Republic is what this one is. It's coming out September 2nd. Uh, it's like... Just, mass sports game i guess you can have uh like team-based snowboarding games there's a uh, mountain biking in there it looks um looks intense and looks like a blast honestly just the preview image for the trailer alone looks fucking bizarre it's a picture of <laughs> what looks like a probably for somebody from los angeles hipster with sunglasses riding a bicycle complete with basket wearing what looks like a hot pink airplane wings on his back and a bunch of wild other assortments that he has hunched up to give him some kind of aerodynamic ability. Yeah, th- that looks crazy There's people, uh, briefly watching the video, there's people riding bikes down a mountain and then people flying on those like hang glider things, racing down the mountain. They're all just going fast as fuck <laughs> trying to get out there. <laughs> crazy skateboard stuff going on. It looks like a chaotic blast of a time. Nice. And lastly, on this uh, God-forbidden long list, and can you only imagine if we did the whole shebang, uh, Ubisoft does have another announcement. Rocksmith Plus. Uh, they want to make sure that you know how to play guitar just right, and the only way you can do it is through Ubisoft. So there is a new subscription service to be able to play their games. Uh, it's going to be available as a closed beta on PC. Uh, there's no time for this uh, release just yet. And it's going to have a library of songs that you can be able to legally play in your own privacy. Would not recommend trying to stream this game. Uh, This will probably be a fucking nightmare. Uh, 
Unless they did a lot better than the first Guitar Hero. Did you know in the original Guitar Hero, they did covers of each and every song? Just to avoid the copyright? Yep. In fact, I don't remember who specifically, but there was one band that actually sued Guitar Hero because they sounded way too similar. Like, they hired a a cover that was too good, apparently. So, yep. That's going to be it for the E3 recap. If you want to go into the wild uh, mass shit show that is every other announcement, I'm going to point you to the faraway land, the the beautiful island of Google. I hope you can find it amongst uh, the seas and the volcanoes. But, yeah. Uh, Thomas, could you give us, uh, as we're wrapping up, uh, can you hook us up with uh, game releases for this week? Coming out this week, there are quite a few of them. Uh, some of these ones I'm looking at are Dark Alliance, uh, or coming out PS5, Xbox Series S, PS4, Xbox One, PC. That comes out June 22nd. Um, the same Lego Builder's Journey also that day. Uh, there's the Olympic Games Tokyo 2020, <laughs> the Ooh, official video game, the official oh, video boy. game for the Olympic Games 2020. <laughs> Yep, that would be fun. Uh, one Social I that I'm actually included. Exactly. I like the other official Olympic game, uh, Sonic and Mario. Mario. Oh, yep. so oh yeah, Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. Oh, I had every single one of those. The <laughs> true <laughs> Olympic video true game. Olymp- I actually set some world records on that, and then I absolutely started going downhill. Anytime I would set a record, I could no longer do well in those games. So, <laughs> Underst- I understand. Yeah. Uh, don't forget Ender Lily's Quietus of the Night's also coming out. On I June did 22nd. skip over that. My bad. It's okay. Uh, uh, I thought it was on purpose. <laughs> yep. Sorry. No. No. For that, I have to. Uh, I have to play it and give a review now. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Full review. I need five thousand words. Done. Um, okay. APA format. MLA. No. <laughs> Chicago. No. <laughs> oh no, my god. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Comic Anyways. Sans font. Yeah. Oh. The best. Uh, Alex Kidd in the Miracle World DX is coming out as well, June 24th, along with The Legend of Mana. I'm actually pretty excited for that one. That's a that's a fun little game. Uh, Having it make a return. Uh, it came out on like more recent ports and all that stuff uh, with the remake version of it. Very promising. I'm glad that they made that decision. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for that one. Um some more june 24th there is also uh rogue book coming out on pc the eternal castle remastered for uh, ps5 and ps4 i would like to make a correction to myself i just remembered i'm thinking of secrets of mana this is legend of mana which i believe is the sequel i could be mistaken on that uh you might be right on that i for i don't really remember it's an old ass game okay the- yes it is and it's just, it's it, it's just a it's just a fun little one. I, I get entertainment out of it. It's the fourth in the series, whereas Secret is going to be... Survey says it's going to be... Oh, it might be the original. No, it's going to be the second one in the series. Okay. Of the Trials of Mana. Anyways, I'm full of this- shit. Disregard me. <laughs> Hockey, this one might get you excited, but uh, Mario Golf Super Rush... Yes, I'm excited, and we go to play. <laughs> yes, to play absolutely. It. The Mario Golf games have always been enjoyable to me. Uh, even the one on the Game Boy, uh, when that one came out, getting to play. Yes, Mario Golf games, I 
they're just fun times. Uh, then you also have Scarlet Nexus coming out June 25th, along with uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 for the Switch. Hell yeah, brother. That's going to be a blast. <laughs> Shafted. <laughs> Yeah. Then uh, we have uh, Curved Space and Destroy All Humans. And interesting choice. Very interesting choice. Destroy All Humans coming on Switch uh, June 29th. Uh, also on June 29th, you have Dissidia 6, uh, Defiance of Destiny. I have Disgaea. not experienced those games. Disgaea, yeah. Dissidia, well, okay. I was thinking of a TV show or something related. But no. oh, I thought you were talking about Dissidia, which is the Final Fantasy uh, yep, I think arcade that might... fighting game. Yep, I, yeah. That's this guy. Yep, my bad. <laughs> it's okay. But yeah, just got a six. You're saying Anyways. Though. Yep. Then also on Switch, June 29th, you also have Sky coming out. Uh, a lot of games coming out on the 29th there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, on the 30th, uh, Doki Doki Literature Club Plus is coming out PS5, Xbox Series S, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. It's going to be that- good. They've added extra encounters and stuff. Yeah, yep. there's more added to Doki Doki. As if the mod scene didn't have enough making so many different sequels to the game, now there's going to be a, officially a bigger version of this game. But it's also going to be the first version of this game they actually have to pay for, so we'll see how that pays out. Yeah, a lot of people are still going to be paying for it. I will. I'll buy it on PlayStation. True. <laughs> knowing us, or knowing uh, them, I guess... Probably going to be coming out on like PS Plus or something. Well, actually, no. I don't think this game is big enough to be PS Plus. I don't know if they would release it on PS Plus. <laughs> it's Do you big think they really want to discount? Sh- oh, okay. I reckon it might be one of the ones that are, are discounted as soon as they're released. Yeah. And uh, hockey, could you take care of our birthdays that we need to wish? We've got a yes. big fancy list here. First off is uh, expand an expansion to uh, Final Fantasy XIV Online, the Heaven Sword expansion and that was for 2015 so happy birthday to heaven sword happy birthday (laughs) uh one of my personal favorite games battlefield bad company Mm -hmm. came out in 2008 probably one of the best battlefield games happy birthday the campaign for that Mm, i love that so good happy birthday (laughs) <laughs> uh, we got Advance Wars 2 Black Hole Rising yes. for the GBA 2003 yes. that came out the happy birthday <laughs> to Advance Wars 2 <laughs> happy birthday uh, we have Wario World for the GameCube and that was 2003 so happy birthday Wario World ha- happy birthday <laughs> and here's the a, a classic series that basically brought in the classification system for games uh mortal kombat 4 for the nintendo 64 that came out in 2000 happy birthday mortal, mortal kombat happy 4 happy birthday <laughs> the, the site that released that spelled combat wrong uh-huh it's- yeah it's supposed to be with the k isn't it yeah, yeah it is supposed to be with the k <laughs> shame we got a maybe um, this is the chinese ripoff <laughs> Chinese rip off uh, of the Chinese game. No, <laughs> uh, we have uh, Ape Escape. I'm um, not sure what the PSX is. Ooh, what is Ape the PSX? Escape. PlayStation One. Ah, uh, okay, PlayStation the, One from uh, 1999. Defined my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> A lot like the, when the console came out, it was simply called the PlayStation. 
but as time went on, they didn't know, like, if they call it just the PlayStation, you could either call it the PlayStation 1, or they called it PX, or PSX, because different models of the PS1 came out that was called uh, the PS1, I believe, and then there was the PSX and all that. Like, okay. there was, like, a tiny version of the PlayStation. They didn't want to get mixed up, so they always just call it PSX. So, like, the Slim. Um... Yeah. So we got uh, the, the demo for StarCraft on PC in uh, 1998. The beginning Happy of birthday. a genre. Holy shit. Happy Damn. birthday. And the next is the Ultra 64 hardware officially becomes the Nintendo 64 in Japan and is released with Pilot Wings and Super Mario 64. And that was in 1996. So that Happy birthday. Officially, it is the 25th birthday for the Nintendo 64 when it came out in Japan. Happy birthday. I'm, Holy shit. I'm surprised they haven't... Have they done anything anniversary-wise? Because 25 is usually, like, an anniversary celebration. I'm sure they'll probably announce, like, a Nintendo 64 classic or some wild shit that's gonna come <laughs> out, you know, uh, for sure, I'm sure, you know, uh, in great quantities over during the holiday season. Easy to get. 100%. Easy I mean, peasy. you'll probably be able to get one before a PS5. <laughs> Just Rubbing wow. salt. You should have seen Tyler's face there, rubbing salt in his wound right now. <laughs> yeah, I want a PS5 as well. <laughs> um, and then last but not least, uh, we got Sonic the Hedgehog on the Genesis in 1991. So have a birthday, Sonic. 30 fucking years ago, Sonic the Hedgehog came into this world over in the US. Mm. I do have two announcements that I would like to make the tack on before we uh, officially wrap up, wrap up. Uh, this was pointed to me by Alari11, aka my friend Nick. Uh, there was uh, some discussion coming from EA about them wanting to revive a game that was very popular in their manifold, and there was a lot of indication that it may suggest that Dead Space 3 might be getting a sequel announced sometime in the near future. Uh, this was after the complete dissolution of uh, Visceral Games, the, the developer that made that series. Uh, but that isn't to say that an IP has to be dead, dead, just because the developer team is gone. Uh, the second announcement is I did successfully get a PlayStation five and I should be getting it sometime next week. So hopefully by the next episode, I'll be having it. shout out to my mom. My mom was the one that did it. I owe her money. Thank you, mom. I love you, mom. (laughs) <laughs> anyways wrap ups and plugins you can find me on twitter at two times tyler hockey where can we find you you can also find me on twitter at hockey 1151 popular video game critic hockey 1151 <laughs> bv thomas where can we find you baby you can find me on twitter at barber violin ttv or you can find me on tiktok at barbering violinist and you can find us on twitch as well with our respective names Two times Tyler, Hockey115, and Barbering Violinist. Uh, you can also find CMQ on Twitter at CMQ Network, and you can email us at casualmasterquest.gmail or casualmasterquest at gmail.com, where I will do my <laughs> semi-annual uh, check to make sure that no one has actually <laughs> sent us a legitimate email. Uh Nope. Anyways, uh, you can also check out uh, our Facebook. Don't do that. Anyways, uh, we do have a Discord. If you want to join the Discord and by default be able to have a chance to find each and every one of us on our own Discords through our streaming platforms and all that, just check us out once again on the Twitter at CMQ Network. 
Uh, anyways, that was Taylor. That was Thomas. This is Tyler. That was episode 112 with fucking E3 under the wraps. We'll see you in a couple more weeks. And don't forget the Never Stop the Grind. We'll see you guys later. Bye. The intro to the podcast, titled Casual Master Quest, was paid for and produced by the wonderful talent Revelries Music. You can find more of their work at soundcloud.com forward slash Revelries Music, or just click on the link in the show descriptions. The background music is the album Top 50 Best Classical Piano Music by Brilliant Classics. You can find out more about Creative Commons at www.creativecommons.org forward slash license forward slash buy forward slash 4.0.